Hello, and welcome to the 94 Feet Report. I'm your host, as always, Eric Spropolis, and in this quick episode, we will be reviewing and, and analyzing the Houston Rockets 2016 offseason, uh, mainly discussing free agency. Um, so free agency is pretty much winding down. The Rockets have made you know three key signings, along with a big extension, which I'll get to in a little bit. Um, so in this episode, I'm just going to you know dive into each player that the Rockets signed and, and give the move uh, a grade, um, and then where it all fits into the Rockets' plans. Um, so the Rockets signed Ryan Anderson to a four-year $80 million deal, Eric Gordon to a four-year $53 million deal, and Nene to a one-year $2.9 million deal. The thing with these signings, all three come with injury concerns, um, and all three, and Nene is a pretty good defender, but is also known for his offensive game, while Anderson and Gordon are strictly known for their offensive game. The thing with these signings is that if you're going to bring in Mike D'Antoni as head coach, which a lot of Rockets fans weren't pleased about, but if you're going to bring in D'Antoni, you have to fully commit to his system. And these signings show that the Rockets are buying into D'Antoni's system, along with the extension they gave to James Harden, which I'll discuss in a little bit. You have to, D'Antoni's system is a, is a system that needs the right players. You know, if D'Antoni, if the Rockets tried to use D'Antoni's system with last year's roster, it would be a disaster. But this year's roster without Dwight Howard, um, with these shooters and, and great passing bigs in the Nay, uh, they're buying into D'Antoni's system, which is really important for the Rockets to be successful, especially on the offensive end. We know it's not going to translate on the defensive end, most likely. So let's dive into Ryan Anderson. Um, so four years, $80 million, I think it's, that, that contract's too long and it's too much money. Um, the thing is that we don't know exactly who else was bidding uh, for Anderson. I know the, the Wizards and Kings were rumored, but who knows if they were throwing out the four-year $80 million deal. You know, If the Rockets had to throw out this contract to get Anderson, then it's, it's I'm, I'm okay with it. But if they didn't and if they overpaid, with if like the Wizards and Kings were you know willing to go to seventy five or something, then I'm not sure if that's really it was really worth it. But I mean, Anderson is a good uh, is a good playmaker. I mean, not only is he uh, a great three point shooter, but he can actually post up and he has a nice Dirk uh, fadeaway and he's got a couple of, of post moves. So he really is a scorer, not only just a you know a stand up shooter, you know stand up three point line. You know he can go inside and 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 score on his own. Um, of course, Anderson comes with injury concerns. I believe he's only played over 70 games once in his career. Um, and he's had some freak injuries like the neck injury, which was really scary. Um, you know, he's had some hernias and, and some, some back injuries. He's, he's got a lot of injury concerns, and most likely he'll probably miss 10 to 15 games. Um, but he is this, I think he's the stretch for the Rock, Rockets have been searching for for the past, what, five to seven years? Um, at the press conference introducing these players, Daryl Morey explained how uh, how long the, the Rockets have been trying to trade for Anderson, and how they finally got him, um, albeit you know a little bit later than they wanted to. But they have him, and he provides great spacing for Harden. Uh, for the first time, Harden has a big that he can do a, a true pick and pop with um, on the perimeter. Um, and not only that, um, both Anderson and Gordon just just give Harden more space to drive. Um, and they take pressure off Harden um, on offense. You know, Harden had to carry the team last year. As Leslie Alexander said in the press conference, there were times where other players just could not shoot or score, and Harden had to do everything. 
This year, most likely that won't be the case with Anderson being able to score on his own, Gordon being able to score on his own. Harden will have less pressure on offense, giving him more energy to conserve and play on the defensive end, we can hope, as Rockets fans. Um, So the Anderson deal, although it's too long and it's a little bit too much money and it comes with high injury concerns, I think he's the he's the perfect stretch for not only for the Rockets but for D'Antoni's system. Um, and he provides great spacing as a knockdown shooter. Um, so I'd give this I'd give this signing an overall grade of a B. Now moving to Eric Gordon, again another signing that comes with injury concerns. But I don't think the contract is too long or too much money because it's only four years, fifty three million dollars, which is around thirteen million dollars a year starting salary, which is actually a little bit less than what Gordon was earning in his last year. Uh, in New Orleans. So I think it's pretty reasonable. And Gordon's 27, so four years, he'll be 31. Hopefully he can stay a little bit healthy. I don't think the the contract is as much a risk as people are are talking about it. Uh, It's a pretty reasonable contract, in my opinion. Again, Gordon provides great spacing for Harden, and is actually a pretty good playmaker. I mean, you know, I was watching uh, some film of Gordon. He can really drive to the rim. He can pass. I think he averages like 3.6 uh, assists per game per 36 minutes, which shows that he is a willing playmaker and he can take the ball out of Harden's hands when he's tired or having just an off night, which is something that Ty Lawson could not do last year. Again, a lot of people, you know, hear people hyping up Gordon playing along Harden and they say, oh, well, look what happened with Ty Lawson. Well, Ty Lawson is just a bad player. You've seen he's still a free agent right now because no one wants to touch Ty Lawson. Uh, I think Gordon will fit better next to Harden, and he's a bit, he can play off the ball uh, with Harden, unlike Lawson because Gordon's an actual uh, good three-point shooter. Um, so again, it's interesting to see what the Rockets do with this guard rotation. Um, I'm, I'm of the opinion that Beverly should start with Harden, and Gordon should be a six-man. Um, but there are... Some kind of rumors being led by Maury and and uh, D'Antoni that they might start Harden at the point guard with Gordon at the two, and I just don't think that should be the case because one, that'll be atrocious defensively, especially if you have Ryan Anderson at the four, and two, I just feel like Beverly's a better fit next to Harden. Um, they can stagger the minutes so Harden and Gordon play together for stretches during games, but I don't think it's necessary for him to start. I think Gordon should lead the second unit, um, get the ball in his hands a lot more, get more opportunities to score, etc. Um, so overall, I'd give the Eric Gordon signing uh, a B plus because I think it's a pretty reasonable contract um, for a good playmaker and a guy who can play off the ball with Harden as well and take pressure off of him, uh, which is going to be very important next season. Finally, the Rockets signed Nay, and I think this is a great signing. It's only one year, two point nine million, and in today's um, in today's market, that's a that's a steal, that's a bargain. I know Nene, is, I think, is thirty three years old, has injury concerns. He's going to miss fifteen, probably twenty games this season. Um, but when he's playing, he's not only a solid to pretty good defender; he's also a good passing big man, which is important in D'Antoni's system. Um, uh, you know, I, I was watching some some tapes of Nene. He can really pass the ball from the post. Um, you know, it's interesting, you know, Rockets fans talk about using KJ McDaniels. Well, you know, if KJ McDaniels was used by, like Andre Robertson was used in the playoffs with the Oklahoma City Thunder, cutting to the basket, and then they can hit him, or Harden can hit him, etc. So, the Rockets needed a good passing big man, especially if they don't bring back uh, Monte Yunus, who seems to be the, the perfect center in D'Antoni's system, but who knows if they'll bring him back now. Um... Also, another thing I like about the Nene signing is that he brings good veteran experience, especially at the center 
uh, position for Clint Capella, who is going to be the starter next year. But, you know, it remains to be seen if Capella is ready for the starting role. Now he has Nene backing him up, um, provides good veteran experience, you know, uh, and he actually fits what the Rockets are trying to do, and he fits the DN20 system. And for such a bargain contract, I give this signing an A- minus because it really fills a big need that the Rockets have as a backup center. Another thing with these signings, or at least two of the three signings, is that they fill one of the biggest needs the Rockets have. That's shooting. The Rockets take a lot of three-pointers, but what most of the public doesn't realize is that they're not a good three-point shooting team. Each year, they're they're in the top one to three of three-pointers attempted per season. But they are often around anywhere from 15 to 20th in three-point percentage. They needed to get shooters, and they got shooters in Anderson and Gordon. I mean, Rockets fans know in the playoffs or throughout the last season, but especially in the playoffs, Harden would, you know, dazzle around for like 15 seconds, pass it to a wide-open Ariza, Brewer, Josh Smith, name it. Name all the players that the Rockets had shooting threes, and they were just atrocious bricks, misses, and for a team that relies on the three-pointer that much, you just cannot afford to have that because not only would it give the other team easy transition buckets, but it would just deflate the morale of the offense uh, for the Rockets. And that's another interesting thing that Maury said. Uh, Maury said that the offense, he hopes, will, will spark the defense. He says that because he believes, which should be the case next season, that because the ball will be coming out of the net more, which basically means the Rockets will be scoring more, the other teams won't have transition buckets as much, which is where the Rockets were killed last season. The Rockets will be able to score, get back on defense, and then start up a, a half-court set defense with with a couple of solid defenders still there, Capella, Beverly, Ariza. So there is a possibility that the Rockets could finish anywhere from, you know, like they can probably finish 15th in, in defensive efficiency with like a top three offense, and that probably gets you like a five or four, or anywhere from a four to six seed in the, in the West. Um, which is where the Rockets realistically should be targeting. Now, not only did the Rockets make those three signings, but possibly the biggest thing they did this offseason was extending, reaching a, a four-year, $118 million extension with James Harden. Now, it's not really just, it's not four years added on to his previous two years. It's really a re, uh, renegotiation of his current contract. Um, so Harden was slated to make around $16.75 million this year, but with this new contract, he's going to make around twenty-eight or 26, sorry, and then next year, the year after, uh, he'll make around 28, and then the following year, 30, and then the final year, which is a player option, uh, the 2019-2020 player option, he'll make around $32 million a year. So it this deal guarantees Harden will stay in Houston at least until the summer of 2019, um, in which case he'll most likely opt out, but hopefully, Rockets fans are hoping that it's just an opt-out to re-sign a new uh more lucrative deal because he'll be a 10-year veteran by then. But uh, at least it, it guarantees another year of Harden, which guarantees, which not only takes pressure off the front office and Dale Morey to have to rush to build a winner because Harden would be a free agent uh, not next season but the year after. Um, it takes away those whole, that whole season of rumors, you know, where's Harden going to go? He's going to go back to L.A., to his hometown, you know, the Lakers, et cetera, like that, join up with Westbrook there, who knows. Um also, it shows that the Rockets are taking care of their stars, which is very important. You know, now they can pitch like, hey, we take care of our star players. You know, Russell Westbrook, free agent next season. Harden, you know, they used to be 
teammates in OKC. They're still pretty friendly. You know, Harden can say, hey, they take care of you here, you know. This is a franchise that always looks to win, takes care of its star players, and has a pretty good team. Um, especially if the Rockets have a good, exciting season this year. They can really pitch that to players. Um, and then also just Harden. It shows that Harden's buying into Houston, buying into D'Antoni's system, which is crucial. Um, so it just it reflects well on Harden that he's buying in and wants to be loyal to the franchise and, and be the true face of the franchise. You know, he want, this is his team and he wants it to remain that way for the next for the foreseeable future. It takes pressure off more now. Basically, it takes pressure off the entire team actually because now the team can just go out there, play their style of the, of D'Antoni basketball, win games, and not worry about you know trying to pitch to free agents next season, you know, because Harden will still be here for another two two, two or three seasons at least. Um, takes pressure off the front office. Um, it just really takes pressure off the franchise and Harden. And I think it will make the, the entire locker room and franchise from the front office to the players to the coaching staff more relaxed next season, just worried about basketball instead of worrying about, you know, the superfluous stuff off the court, you know, pitching free agents, Harden, possibly leaving, etc. Harden's bought in. They brought in these new exciting signings, new coach. It's a refreshing and new period for the Houston Rockets. Um, so before the extension was signed, which was actually a, it was a surprising announcement, right after they in- introduced Anderson and Gordon, they asked the media to stay, brought out Harden, and announced the extension. No one knew about it going in. It's very surprising that in today's day of social media that there was no rumor about it happening, but it happened. Before the Harden extension, I was about to give the Rockets a, a B to B plus offseason. But then throwing the signing of Nene and then throwing the Harden extension, I can give the Rockets an A minus offseason. Now, I'm talking very positively about the offseason. I really, deep down, I know that there's a way that this blows up. I mean, there's a, there's a way that this team just cannot defend, is bottom 10, even bottom 7 in defense. Points allowed, defensive efficiency, whatever metric or stat you want to use defensively. There's a there's a chance that they're horrible on defense, and um, some nights just can't score enough and, and struggle. You know, struggle maybe to get anywhere from a six to an eight seed again, like last season, and get eliminated in the first round. And then there are a lot of swirling questions about this team because a lot of the cap space is used up for the summer of 2017, where there are a lot of marquee free agents. Now they probably could be able. Knowing Maury, he'll be able to make some trades to clear up enough room for probably a max slot. But this team really needs to have an exciting season that translates to wins. And there's a, there are, is a way that this team could get anywhere from you know 45 to 52 wins. I mean, they had 41 last year. I just think that the removal of Dwight Howard is an extra win or two because he bogged down the offense and the chemistry. Um, and also, I just feel like these signings, new coach... I feel like morale will be a lot higher, which means a lot more effort on defense and just an overall more willingness to commit to the team and bring 100% effort every night, which will surely translate to a couple more wins. And then the actual signings they made, you know, the Rockets actually have shooters now, actually have veteran experience with Nene, a new system with D'Antoni that the players, and especially Harden, have seemed to bought into. I think the Rockets could easily get anywhere from 48 to 52 wins, realistically. Um, but there is a way that this blows up, goes horribly wrong, and people are laughing at Maury for wasting money on Anderson and Gordon. Um, and there's a way that Maury is fired after next year. I think Leslie Alexander wants to see a playoff series win next year. He has very very high expectations for this franchise. He wants to win every year. Last year, he was embarrassed. He took more of a role into the into the coaching search, into the free agency pitches. Daryl Maury wants to see 
I mean, Leslie Alexander, excuse me, wants to see a playoff series victory next year, and it remains to be seen if the Rockets can do it. Again, it's only July, getting off topic. In the end, with the Harden extension and three signings of Ryan Anderson, Eric Gordon, and Nene, the Rockets have bought into Mike D'Antoni's system, have helped Harden out by giving him more space and taking pressure off him on offense, which hopefully gives him more effort on defense, like Leslie Alexander said in the press conference, he defended James Harden, saying that he played too much last year and couldn't really carry the team on both ends. This year, I think Harden will play better defense. I think the team will buy in better chemistry, better morale. I give the Rockets an A- minus for this offseason of Ryan Anderson, Eric Gordon, and A, the Harden extension, and the draft picks, which remain to be seen what kind of role they will play. But that's pretty meaningless at this moment. So... In the end, the Rockets get an A- minus in the offseason for me, which started off as a pretty gloomy offseason, striking out Al Horford, Kenneth Bazemore, etc. The Rockets uh, made the best of what was still available and locked up their star player and have a, a pretty decent, promising future. Uh, so an A- minus for the Rockets 2016 offseason. Uh, thank you for listening and have a great day.